is a native Texan, president of the Fredericksburg Tea Party, a student of Ben Franklin and John Locke, and he's a Christian conservative political activist. He's a true believer in the principles that this country was founded upon and comes to you every day to guide, advise, and lead you to become involved in the greatest political experiment in the history of our planet, self-governance. We don't get fooled again. He's Matt Long, and this is the Matt Long Show. Good morning, folks. So happy to be here with you on a wet, rainy, goodness gracious, rainy. Thank you, God, for the rain coming down gently in the hill country this morning. Um, Give yourself plenty of extra time. There is standing, lots of standing water on 16 between Fredericksburg and uh, Kerrville, and for those of you who travel on all the other roads, um, we do not have the helicopter up in the air this morning. So, what is that? We're reporting from uh, I-10 West. Uh, um, so the um, so I'm sorry, I can't tell you about any of the other roads. But if you're traveling between Fredericksburg and Kerrville this morning, they are working on Dead Man's Curve that is narrowed down to one lane. And uh, I think there's a whole lot of uh, Highway 16 that could be considered dead man's road this morning. I got a lot of hydroplaning on the way in. So take your time. Be careful. Just because you drive an F-350 doesn't mean you get to fly over every every issue in the road. Uh, F-350s uh, roll and tumbles just as uh, quick and uh, will hydroplane just as fast as your uh, smart car. I don't even know if smart cars can go fast enough to hydroplane. So never mind on that. Um, so we got a lot of things, uh, on the calendar today. Well, actually just a few things very important tonight, tonight at the YO. If, uh, you haven't heard it already, um, there is going to be a showing of grid down power up with our very own Senator Bob Hall. And I say our very own, uh, he does not represent this area, but if you are a true conservative and, uh, you are a true constitutional conservative, uh, then, um, then you know, and you will respect Senator Hall as the most true conservative up at the state capitol. He has been fighting to uh, to tell folks uh, up at the capitol about the grid, what's going on, um, and how it is, uh, what's happening. Um, your representative needs to be there tonight. If uh, nobody has called uh, their representative yet, um, well, you know, you you don't know if someone else has called your representative. So pick up the phone and invite your representative to this event tonight. And uh, because um, anybody that's going to be in Austin next year, this is something we're going to take a serious look at. thought it was kind of interesting that there was some very unusual solar activity over the weekend that actually did affect radio communications in the state of Texas. Um, so if, if um, for several hours uh, on Sunday, and so... If you um, if you're not too sure about you know do does our grid need to be protected or this is a bunch of tinfoil hat wearing uh, paranoid uh, folks talking about this then just take a look at the news over the weekend what a very minor solar flare did to our communications on Sunday and uh, so we'll give you more details on that tonight um, we're going to start this event right on at six thirty sharp. Um, if you walk in at 6.32, you're going to embarrass yourself. So get there early, find a seat. From what I have heard, from what I have heard, there are over 200 people who have RSVP'd for this. Now, we have plenty of room. 
We have plenty of room. We can seat 200. I think we can seat 300 in there. Um, so that's not an issue. Um, and so, but if you, if all 200 of you show up at, uh, you know, 625, um, that, that ain't going to fly. So, uh, let's get there, get there a little early. If you can find yourself a good seat, we have two screens, um, one in each corner. And, um, so there'll be, uh, there'll be two opportunities for a front row seat. Um, and, uh, so there you go. The YO tonight, this is big. Call your representative. Make sure your representative, call your senator. Make sure your senator is going to come to this um, because this is something that, uh, that that needs to be dealt with. Again, I have uh, mentioned over the last couple of weeks that this is a, uh, a not a long movie. All right? The, the movie itself is only about a little over an hour. Um, I have not seen the final cut. I saw the, I don't know, whatever you call the second to the last cut along with a few other people. So I'm uh, anxious to see what they have added or taken out of this version. And so we'll see you tonight at the YO in Kerrville. Uh, get there early and uh, get yourself a seat. I also believe that we, the people, Liberty in Action, um, are going to have some T-shirts for sale. They're doing, um, they are, uh, they need some funds. Those guys are doing some fundraisers. And so they have some uh, pretty awesome T-shirts um that they have um, uh, worked up. I do not know the price on them. Maybe someone will text me a price of those T-shirts. Um, I know they are. They have set up their square so they can take uh, credit cards. However, when you uh, when you use a square for something like this, uh, the uh, the company the square gets a pretty good sized chunk. All right. So um, if we can find out how much those T-shirts are, I'm sure they would appreciate you bringing cash tonight so just stick an extra 20 in your wallet uh, maybe a 10 and a couple of fives and uh, pay cash and uh, if you just can't do that then they will be set up to take a credit card payment um, so um, yeah pick up a we the Te people liberty in action t-shirt tonight and uh, I have seen a bunch of the design options and honest quite frankly I'm not sure which one they settled on but they spent about two weeks debating on what went on these uh, shirts. And so I'm sure whatever they came up with a, a committee is going to be uh, as awesome as it gets. So support We the People, Liberty in Action, as well as the Kerr County Patriots um, and the Fredericksburg Tea Party. We're all sister organizations, and we all work together on numerous projects and uh we're very proud to all be uh, to all be in the same boat together, fighting the same thing. So, um, speaking of that, the Fredericksburg Tea Party is having its regular monthly meeting the second Thursday of every month, and that will be on the eighth of August. And uh, we have uh, Sheena Rodriguez, who is going to be there uh, on uh, the eighth as our keynote speaker, and she and her organization, who are fighting and defending border issues uh, will be the recipients of the of a portion of our fundraiser that we do every fall. So that leads me right up to September 17th. That is our big fundraiser. I was talking with Angela yesterday. We're about to shut down the, uh, uh, the company sponsorship, I believe, over the weekend sometime. So if you're a company out there or even an individual who would like to just be a sponsor, 
then if you want to uh, do that, then you need to get in touch with me or go to fredericksburgteaparty.org, check it out, and uh, all the information is there. It will lead you to a page on Eventbrite. Um, so if you go to Eventbrite, you can buy individual tickets at Eventbrite. Um, you cannot purchase a table at Eventbrite, but all the information you need to purchase a table is at Eventbrite. So you can go there, go check out, go to Eventbrite, Fredericksburg Tea Party. And uh, if you want to be a sponsor, you cannot sign up there to be a sponsor. But all the information you need to become a sponsor is there. So it's all in one place. It's also on FredericksburgTeaParty.org. If you want to be a sponsor, you're going to be getting in touch with me and my phone number and my email are both on uh, on all those places. Um, if you want to buy a table, your contact person is going to be Kitty. Kitty over in Kerrville, Kitty Oker, and uh, she is taking care of table sales. Again, her information to get a hold of Kitty is also up on FredericksburgTeaParty.org as well as Eventbrite. So... September 8th, Fredericksburg Tea Party Meeting. September 17th, our big fundraiser. And uh, folks, um, give you a little bit of a <coughs> Ben Franklin. And uh, by the way, we have Pastor Greg on today. And uh, as usual, I have no idea what we're going to talk about. We spent 45 minutes on the phone last night. And and uh, so, yeah, we'll when he calls, we'll uh, figure out what, uh, what our uh, performance, what our uh, show is going to be about. So here we go. Uh, give me a, um, oh, Rachel, thank you. Not August 8th. Did I say August 8th? Our next meeting, there you go. Bob says I did. Our next meeting is September 8th. <laughs> September 8th, September 17th. Thank you, Rachel, and thank you, Bob. Here we go. Um, promises may get you friends. Promises may get you friends, but non-performance will turn them into any enemies. Man, is there not a politician that needs to hear that? In fact, there's a whole bunch of Republicans that need to hear that. Folks, y'all stay tuned. We'll be right back. All right, folks, we are back. Thank you so much for staying tuned. You know you can uh, get copies. You can get this podcast, this program, which is live every day. Um, we turn it. I turn it into a podcast and uh, get that information out. You can find those podcasts. So search for the Matt, the Matt Long Show on uh, everywhere you uh, get podcasts. Uh, I'm on nearly all the podcast sites except for the number one podcast site in the country, which I will not name, but uh, it uh, has uh, something to do with a part of the body, you know, you something. Anyway, um, they um, not on there yet, but I'm on all the rest of them, so you can find me. My programming now goes back a little over uh, about a year and a half now, I believe, of my programs and Speakers are listed right there, and that, and so that is, um, that is, um, uh, yeah, that's what's going on. And I just completely, I'm here. I am trying to read texts, look at my computer, and talk at the same time, and that just doesn't work. My brain just emptied out. So a lot of a uh, lot of talk about state board of education these days, um, and that is great. I appreciate all the people who are reaching out about the State Board of Education, and uh, 
They are in uh, the very, very, very final, final steps of uh, the social studies peaks. And this is a process that's been going on for over a year. And uh, those people who have been engaged in uh, taking a look at uh, education have known for over a year that the uh, State Board of Education has been working on the uh, social studies peaks. Um, and so there have been opportunities um, going uh, to get engaged in uh, the process of TEKS. And we've tried, um, I've been pushing it for years. In fact, starting uh, last yesterday, um, I was looking for some paperwork um, for the, from the original paperwork from the founding of the Tea Party. And uh, we got registered as an official organization in February the 18th of 2010 was when we became an official Texas nonprofit corporation. And uh, so I was looking through all our old files yesterday, and I was trying to find an individual piece of paper, and I didn't find it on the first time through. I didn't find it on the second time through. And so you know how that is when you're looking for your keys or your glasses. And so... Um, as I'm going through every single piece of paper, and that's literally what I did. I just didn't look at file labels anymore. I actually flipped through every single file. I ran across a, a file and a whole section of where we were working on getting people engaged in the social studies and history book, TEKS, 2015. 2015 was when I ran across those. And we had a big push to get people involved in uh, studying history books at the time. Since then, it became math books and then Teeks books or uh, social studies books about a year ago. Um, the, we, that this has been an opportunity for people to get engaged in for a long time. The problem about it is it ain't very sexy when it's at the beginning. All right? So when we put out a call and say, listen, we need some folks to help study and work with these work groups at the State Board of Education. We need folks to get involved in that. And that'll mean meetings. It'll mean reading books. It'll mean doing work. It'll mean getting together and uh, maybe even traveling to Austin to meet with the rest of your committee on a regular basis. If you want to be engaged in the process of reviewing textbooks, that opportunity has been there for a long time, and it's still there. That opportunity for the next set of textbooks is still there. All right? You can get onto these committees. It's not that difficult. And I can help you get onto those committees. So in 2015, we were asking for people, please come in and, and review the history textbooks. All right? That, that was a, a request. We had... Uh, uh, we had a speaker come to the meeting about it. Um, we, uh, it was discussed um, and uh, went out. The invitation's gone out. And uh, nobody wants to do that work. Um, nobody wants to do that work. But now that the work's all done on the TEKS and that the social studies, they've been working for well over a year on this, now we got a whole bunch of people that are up in arms. And you have a right to be. The social studies TEKS are a mess. You have a right to be. By the way, if you're reading articles about this on Texas Scorecard or any of the other conservative places, you're being a little bit misled because the um, the some of the um, uh, social studies teaks that were people were mostly disturbed about have nearly all gone away. 
Um, there's a couple of them left. In fact, I find it interesting. The Texas Scorecard did an article by uh, Sebastian Castro on August 26th, uh, so just a couple of days ago. And so he goes through and he gets down to a point where he says, all right, now here's the horrible things that uh, S that SBOE, that the teaks they put on social studies teaks, kindergarten, first graders, second graders. And then underneath that, in the second to the last paragraph, it says, now, now really, there's only one on that list that's still um, uh, still in action. So I, I, I don't like to see methods like that on our side being used, but they apparently are. And so there's a lot of people up in arms today, and uh, they want to, uh, I think it's very, very important that you contact your state board of education. I'm not telling you not to do any of the things. I'm just letting you know that coming in at the last moment and doing a whole lot of screaming and yelling doesn't make any difference or makes very little difference. We've gotten them to delay this vote, all right? So they are going to delay this vote from what I understand. Um, and probably the reason behind that is uh, so that everybody will calm down. And, uh, and, and the reason they do this is because they know it works. This has been methods used against us forever and ever and because... At the end of the day, at the end of the day, so many of our people just don't have the stick-to-itive, stick-to-it. They don't. We see that when we go to the Capitol. We see it. I actually saw it last week. Uh, someone was on, a, I was on a Zoom call uh, with, actually, it was all about these teaks. I was on a Zoom call, statewide Zoom call a week ago about all of these teaks with the State Board of Education. And uh, if you're in touch with your SBO member, Mr. Maynard, you would have heard about this and you would have been on that Zoom call. And they talked all about it on that Zoom call this last week. And there was someone on there who said, you know, if it's they, they, they take, they should take the public testimony at the beginning. And I said, but they don't. She said, well, they should, because we just can't all stay around that long. And I, and, and they don't operate that way, folks. The public comments are always going to be at the end when it comes to the state, state board of education, when it comes to legislature, all those things. And, and she just basically, this woman out of uh, spring, I believe it was, and said, well, that's just not right. We can't just all stick around until, you know, until late at night. Well, why not? You know, the, the left does it. I mean, we're only, and I use this line jokingly, but it is also very, very serious. I mean, so what's the big deal? It's only the future of our country. It's only the future of your children. But, you know, if it's inconvenient to stay late or, you know, if, 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 being, if, if getting involved in, uh, you know, the kids' education means I have to go to meetings all the time and, and I have to review, read textbooks and, and it, well, I just, you know, I got things to do and, you know, book club meets on Tuesday night and then, you know, soccer is on Wednesday and then Thursday night is, you know, that's, uh, that's church night. And then, you know, Friday, I, I'm, I'm telling you folks, it's your, you, everybody has the same amount of time. Everybody has the same amount of time. Where are your priorities? What are you doing with your time? And if, uh, staying late for a meeting is more is less important than the future of the education of your children or if working on a book committee a book review committee for the state board of education 
If being a part of that just requires too much work for you, then that is what value that you are placing on the future of your children's education. That's the value you're placing on it. The future of your kid's education is just not worth getting onto one of these committees or doing the hard work. The future of our country is not worth, the future of our state is not worth staying late at a um, hearing in Austin. It's just not worth it. That's the message you're sending. And I appreciate everybody who is uh, getting all up in arms about the uh, State Board of Education um, this morning, and I appreciate that, and I think that's great. You should get a hold of your uh, Mr. Maynard on the State Board of Education, but let me know he's already on your side. All right? Maynard's already on your side. But uh, do what you can do. Make some phone calls. Those hearings start today. It's actually too late to apply to be a, uh, a, a, um, a witness. You had to have that done by, I believe, 5 o'clock yesterday if you wanted to be a witness. All right, folks, y'all stay tuned. We're going to come back with Pastor Greg. Generation Radio, where no topic is off limits and everything filtered through biblical glasses. And it is my sincere pleasure to join the Hill Country Patriot Radio, uh, along with our Children Generation Radio audience and our networks as well, and the Matt Long Show and Mr. Matt Long himself. Matt, welcome. Good to have you, brother. Always happy to be here with you, Pastor Greg. Uh, just another exciting exciting day and uh god created for us to enjoy and love yes he did yes he did and uh and boy uh some sometimes uh sometimes that's a challenge brother boy it is isn't it yeah sometimes that's a challenge but you know it's interesting i was on a um our my my do a prayer call uh, on Tuesdays and Thursdays, I'm the guest uh, with uh, Pastor Carl Mitchell, and uh, and and it's uh, prayer time with Pastor Carl and Lady Devon. You can find it on Facebook, actually. And uh, that's at uh, let's see, 6 a.m. Uh, our time, Matt. Okay. So for those that are uh, yeah, for those that are up early. Um, but but the scripture that I that I got into this morning was actually First John five. And, and it says, whoever, whosoever believes that Jesus is the Christ is born of God, and everyone that loves him that begot loves him also that is begotten of him. By this we know that we love the children of God when we love God and keep his commandments. For this is the love of God, that we keep his commandments, and his commandments are not grievous. For whatsoever is born of God overcomes the world, and this is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. But one of the things that was pointed out to, that, that really was 
kind of registered with me this morning is when we talk about that love, that the love has to begin and really is. This does everyone that loves him that begot. So you go back to the first verse, whosoever believes that Jesus is the Christ is born of God. So it's about the born again experience. Mm -hmm. Those that are followers of Christ. So now, everyone that loves him that begot, that's that loves Jesus, loves him also that is begotten of him. That's followers of Christ. Mm. So you and I, we love each other. That's right. Well, in part, we love each other because we're both followers of Christ. Yes, sir. Understanding, then, that the first place of love is within the church, Mm. and that there also is a difference in how we love those outside of the church. It's more of a showing them what love looks like. Hmm. You know, I um, let me uh, and let me jump in here again because that brings to light yeah. something that happened in our family. Uh, um, actually, uh, someone I know um, recently, a Christian who made the statement that they were going to be um, um, they were going to be opening their arms to the LGBTQ community <clears throat> at their church, <coughs> and. Um, and their line was that, um, you know, Jesus told us to love everybody, and uh, if I'm making a mistake in loving these people, then, you know, I would rather make that mistake and love them and follow Jesus' command. I, it, would you, would you, would you kind of, th- this ties right in with, with love. And uh, are we supposed to, is it a matter of loving the sinner and hating the sin, what are you? Because that's what I grew up uh, believe, uh, think, believing in. So maybe maybe break that open a little bit more for me. Well, I, I, I think, I, I, and I'm going to take us off in a little bit different direction as well. Because, and you and I talked a little bit about this last night, and, and when you watch my sermon, you're going to hear this. We as Christians have started this mantra, and it's been going on for a number of years now, And we say, I am a sinner saved by grace. Mm -hmm. You've heard that, right? Yes, sir. Okay. Well, I I, I don't know if you have familiarity with with AA, because I don't remember all of that. But but I I know you do have familiarity with it. Oh, yeah, I'm very familiar. Yep, I'm very familiar with the 12-step program. Yes, sir. Okay. All right. So one of the things that that you do when you introduce yourself in AA for, for as long as you're a part of it is you stand up and you say, hi, my name is, and I would say, hi, my name is Greg and I'm an alcoholic. Now I may not have had a drink for 40 some odd years, mm-hmm. but I'm still going to make a confession that I'm an alcoholic, even though I'm not. Mm-hmm. Now I understand the mentality, and I and I and I'm not and, I, and I'm not going to argue with the organization's concept, right? But what I'm going to say is is that abstract from that, let's get into Christianity. Let's get into what the Bible has to say, and what the Bible has to say is is that Christ hung on the cross and said, 
having done all that was necessary, it is finished. finished. That's what he said. It is finished. And what he tells us in Ephesians chapter 2 is that our old nature was circumcised from us without human hands. In other words, God does it. I am not a sinner anymore. Oh, but you you do do this. Stop. I have come to the revelatory understanding that I don't have to do that no more. Mm. You know, I have I, to. I, I, I have to say, you're 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 presenting a concept that um, is uh, going to be pretty hard to swallow for a lot of people. And but I think that accepting this concept is very freeing. Oh my gosh! Are you kidding me? It is. It is the most freeing when Christ said, "I came and set you free," and He says. He whom Christ has set free is free indeed. Mm. Look, here's the thing. We've created now a church culture that essentially takes and holds on to the Old Testament. Now, listen to me very carefully, because the Old Testament is critical. We need to understand it. But what we also need to understand about the Old Testament is, is that Scripture tells us that Christ has written on our hearts now the mm. commandments mm-hmm, mm-hmm. go back to first corinthians chapter five for this is the love of god that we keep his commandments oh my gosh mm. wait a minute i thought we didn't have to do anything with those i thought we got to throw those out the window no for this is the love of god that we keep his commandments and then and his commandments are not grievous Well, then we go back to Paul, and Paul talks about the struggle that we have and the enmity that we have and how we battle and how we fight. But we're we're, we're forgetting the last part of the sentence because all that struggle and all that fight would be exactly where we would be left with the understanding and the knowledge of of the law and the inability to be able to live up to it except for Jesus Christ. Mm. Because what Christ does for you, brothers and sisters, is he, he tears out, he cuts off that old sin nature. It literally is cut out of you. Mm. And he puts in you a new nature. You know... A nature that... Go oh, I was just going to say no, and, and you're, no, you're right. You know, and we've I've heard over the years I've heard this uh, I've heard this idea, and in my in my uh, raising the the first thing that someone would say is that oh, okay, that means you can go ahead and go on sinning, and it's very interesting that Paul actually takes that up, and he says. You know, this does not mean, when Paul's talking about uh, the, the grace and the, the salvation from our sins and that we are a new people, he then goes on to say, does that mean then we can just sin more and more and thereby uh, increase the glory of God because he's, uh, 
He, I'm paraphrasing, uh, but the, right. the, and and Paul right. says no, that's not what that means, and it's so funny where Paul says no, that's not what that means, and yet we still have people standing up in the church today. They, I guess they that part of their Bible must have just fell out because they're immediately well, will say, yeah, if that's what grace is all about, then I can do anything I want to. Because listen, because of the fact that we have not been taught the fullness of the power of the cross and Jesus Christ's work at it. Mm. We haven't, we haven't been, been, we're still, there's a part of that chain that's still attached. Okay. And, and, and we can't take that chain off. We don't have the key. We, we, you and I, we don't have the key, but Christ has the key, and he's put it in the lock, and he's turned it, and the chains have fallen off. That's what happened at the cross. That's what took place when Christ died, and then he rose again, and the Word of God says, I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but Christ lives in me. And life I now live in the flesh. I live by the faith of the Son of God. Mm. Pastor Greg. Christ in me. Mm. Yeah, we got to jump. Man, thank you so much. Appreciate your message today. It hit the spot more than you would know. Praise God. <laughs> Love you all so very much. I'll talk to you soon. Talk to you next week, Matt. God bless. All right. There you go, folks. Uh, Pastor Greg coming to us. Uh, we join him every Tuesday, and uh, that actually that's actually a tradition that goes back uh, several years before I got on the radio with my own program. I was joining Pastor Greg um, every Tuesday on his program, and so when I got a radio show, Pastor Greg says, Ho! Oh, we need to, we need to cross pollinate our uh, programs, and so that's what we do every Tuesday. And uh, always love his point of view, folks. Y'all stay tuned. Give you a little bit more uh, information on the State Board of Education if you want to make some phone calls today or get engaged. We are back, and um, always a good one with uh, Pastor Greg. Boy, it was all scripture today, wasn't it? I'm telling you, way to go, Pastor Greg. Gotta love it. So, um, more on the State Board of Education that's meeting today. That is a live broadcast that you can find uh, that you can find online, and um, and so you could watch and participate there. A lot of these, of course, these are things that run all day, and and when I listen to or watch the um, hearings up at the Capitol, if I'm not there in person, but I want to see what's going on in a certain hearing in a committee room, um, I'll go on my computer in my office, and I'll just set that up in kind of a, over in the corner and let it run, and I'll have the sound up, and when I leave the room, leave the office or something, I can uh, turn it up, and uh, I can hear it throughout the house, and uh, so you can also track and see what the uh, uh, State Board of Education is doing today on their live broadcasts. It'll take a little bit of digging, though. 
start at TEA, in other words, you know, like Tea Party or Texas Education Agency, TEA.Texas, TEA.Texas.gov, TEA.Texas.gov. And uh, you're going to have to do some digging around on there. In fact, I had a little bit of a hard time finding it on the uh, front page of TEA. And so what I did instead was I did a search on uh, Texas State Board of Education. And it did take me to TEA, but then it also took me to the SBOE section of TEA. And so when I'm here at TEA and I'm trying to find, uh, when I'm on their landing page and trying to find the State Board of Education, I'm, I'm having a hard time even finding it. So I wish I could tell you exactly where, where that is. Um, and I'm still digging around as we speak right now. Let me see. I'm going to put a, a search up there, S-B-O-E, and see what happens. Uh, search results, um, S-B-O-E committees. Um, there, is a, um, there is a live link. The, the only way I have been able to find it is to put in my search parameters Texas State Board of Education. And uh, that link then I got at the top took me right back, right to the page at TEA where the SBOE is found. So they don't make it easy to find, um, but you can do, do your search. I use, um, let's see, right now I am using, I am using, what's that lion looking thing? Whatever that is. That's my uh, browser Kind of looks like a lion. Maybe it's brave. Um, anyway, the um, use your browser, search for SBOE, put in uh, Texas SBOE uh, live broadcast, and you can probably find the live broadcast. Um, it's uh, the all the members of the State Board of Education are in that meeting right now, so contacting them won't do you any good because they're already in that meeting. Unless you know one of them personally and can send them a text message. All right, that's the only way uh, you could do that today and right now. But uh, you can pay attention to see what they're saying. They're going to be meeting for, I believe, the next five days or the rest, uh, the rest of this week. The State Board of Education is going to be meeting in Austin. Again, if you wanted to have public comment, and they do have public comment times in there, you had to have signed up by yesterday. Um, now, if anybody finds anything different than that, that was... Um, um, you, you've got eight minutes to uh, let me know, but uh, everything I heard and saw and read yesterday was that there was an open window to register to testify over this, and uh, it was open, I believe, for two days, and I believe it, the, the sign-in closed yesterday. Um, but uh, there you go. So it is, uh, it's, it, it, I, it, it's never too late. And for lots of people, it's always too early. Um, I, I don't know, and we have this. I was in a conversation about a week ago with, uh, with a group, uh, uh, an, a new organization that's trying to form. And uh, it was very interesting to listen to them have the conversation about, well, how do we get people engaged? How do we get people involved? How do we get people educated? 
And uh, that is what the Tea Party has been trying to do since 2009. And uh, it is not as easy. You would just think. In fact, people say, look, Matt, if people just knew about this, they would be up in arms. Um, I know you think that, wouldn't you? But it, does, it, it, it doesn't work that way. Theoretically, that's exactly. It's like all we need to do is get this information out to people, and, and they're all going to jump up and act. No, they're not. Uh, in fact, most of the people are going to be unwilling to get up and act because they're, you know, they're afraid. They're afraid of getting called a racist. They're getting called. In fact, if you were any kind of a poll watcher in uh, the last six years in, uh, in, in Gillespie County, and you've been reading any of the articles that's been coming out of uh, out of uh, out about the poll watchers? Did you read the one in the Texas Tribune yesterday? The way they talked about and treated poll watchers. If I had been a person who was considering maybe poll watching, I'd read that article and say, "Not a chance are you going to get in me in there?" Because all the names they called the poll watchers and all the horrible things they said about poll watchers. <sighs> Why would anybody want to do that? Folks, the world is against you. The world is against you. It is not easy to stand right now. Satan's winning this fight and has been for a long time. In fact, you know, he's not ever going to lose until that last day. He's going to continue winning. Because his side, that's easy. That's easy. To not get involved... That's easy. That's real easy. And then to come up with, well, I, you know, in your own head, of course, you probably never say this publicly, but in your own head, well, you know, if I go get involved with up there at those school people with those school kids, then, I, you know, my, my neighbors might not like me, and they might bully my children, and, and, and so I, I'm just going to keep quiet on this, and and, and, and yet, and yet I, that's the same people that send me emails about how angry they are and what, they're, what, what are we going to do, and that's how angry they are. And I say, go to the school board meeting, and, and there's so many people I've talked to, and then I go to the school board meeting, and there's like six people there. Um, give you a little story I heard yesterday. Someone who recently attended a local uh, governmental meeting where that where uh, the where there were just a handful of patriots who were upset about something and one of these elected officials was um, a little bit too uh, honest um, and uh, said to one of the members of the public about all of these folks that were coming in and complaining about what this governmental organization was doing and they said you know they're just a bunch of rednecks that's what this elected official said these guys out here making this noise they're just a bunch of rednecks with disdain is how it was said if it's only two or three or four or five or six of us that show up at these meetings, only a handful of us, I don't know how many showed up at the uh, county, uh, uh, Kerr County uh, meeting yesterday. Um, don't know how many that was. I heard Harley talking a little bit about it. Um, but um, I, I, how many does it take? 
Well, it takes more than it's been getting. When we go to the local school board meeting in in Fredericksburg, eh, there's only six or eight of us there, six or eight people that ten maybe who show up that are concerned about the books and about the education of the kids. Listen, if I owned a restaurant and only two people complained about the crappy service I got, that you know they came in and and uh, two or three people complained about the crappy service, I would blow them off. I would. I'd say, well, yeah, it has probably has more to do with the customer than the restaurant. But if I ran a restaurant and I got calls every single day about a certain waiter or waitress or the quality of the food, and I got multiple calls every day, people saying, man, I really thought that was going to be your menu looked great and your building looks great. And I got in there and we had the nastiest waiter and, and the food was cold. If you just hear that for a couple of times, you just blow them off. But if you hear it over and over, if your customers are constantly in contact now where this analogy breaks down is those people will quit going to your restaurant. Unfortunately, your children are prisoners of the school they are in. And so they, it's hard to take the customer away, isn't it? So this applies across the spectrum. There is a time to stand up, and that time is now. And you've got God on your side. If you're in righteous, if, you, if, if you're trying to protect the children from pornography, if you're trying to protect your children from from reading, learning about people like Cesar Chavez, who was a hateful man, but boy, you're, the schools want you to learn, want your kids to learn all about him. But they cutting out George Washington. But see, we're coming back to the same issue. It's only a couple of handful of people. They're going to write us all off, or it's a handful of people coming in at the last minute, and they're going to say to you, and it's fairly being said to you, where were you when we were working on all of these things the last year? Where were you when we were putting all these social book studies together? All right. Where were you when we were putting all these social studies books together? Because they've been working on a long time. The opportunity for you to get involved in that has been available for a long time. I'm glad you're speaking out now. Don't get me wrong. Thank you. Please continue to speak out. But the next time I come to you and say, hey, we've got an opportunity to be on the board to review the books for science or whatever it is. Some of these people, some of these, some of you folks out there, I know you're listening to me. That's when you get in line, you get engaged and get involved. Thank you very much for being engaged and involved now. But let's work on getting you in on the front door instead of slipping you in the back door at the last minute. Y'all stay tuned for Lorraine. We'll see y'all manana.